Okay, we're ready to begin. Uh, this evening is Hanukkah, so we're going to talk about a uh, topic in Hanukkah. And the, the uh, topic, the official topic of the uh, our discussion is whether or not one can use cigarettes for uh, Hanukkah Licht. Um, to get to that issue, we're going to have a little bit of preamble. We're going to discuss um, the issue in Halacha and what uh, the Halacha is based upon the variables that are involved. But before that, we're going to discuss also, perhaps maybe something that will, no pun intended, shed light on the issue. Um, Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Zevin, in his, Rabbi Shlomo Yosef Zevin, in his Latoro Ulamadim, page 325, he has one piece in the Sefer about Hanukkah, and he asks the following question. His question is, what's the mitzvah of lighting the, the, the candles? Is the mitzvah to create a fire or is the mitzvah to create light? Is the mitzvah to make a fire burn or is the mitzvah to shine a light? That's his question. He says we find the mitzvah in both instances. For example, in Parshas Tzav we find the mitzvah to make a fire. The Torah says The fire will continually burn on the Mizbeach, on the altar. There's a mitzvah to have a, on, the, on the altar in the Beis Hamikdash where the Karbonis were brought, there's a mitzvah to have a fire. And the Torah specifically says, Eish Tukad, there will a fire that will burn on the Mizbeach. So we find there's a mitzvah associated with making a fire. And we also find the mitzvah that is associated with making a light. For example, the Nerus of Shabbos. Nerus Shabbos is because the Gemara says in Shabbos on page 23b, is because of Shalom Bayes. Therefore, the Gemara says that if you can only afford a Hanukkah candle or a Shabbos candle, it's a mitzvah to buy a Shabbos candle uh, instead of the Hanukkah candle because of, the Gemara says, Shalom Bayes. So you find that there's a mitzvah also to create light. What's the intention of the rabbis when they instituted the mitzvah of Hanukkah? Is it like the mitzvah of making a fire or is it like the mitzvah of making light? That's his uh, Shaila. Okay? So he says like this. He wants to say that it's a machloikis between Beishamai and Beisilo. It's a dispute between Beisham and Beisilo in the famous Gemara in Shabbos 21b. And the Gemara relates that Beishamai and Beisilo are arguing about uh, whether or not we light on the first night eight candles. Beishamai says the first night we light eight candles and then we light less. We go eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. It's poiches v'hailach. You make it less. Beis Hillel says moisev v'hailach that you start with one candle on the first night, which we passing like Beis Hillel, and you continue going. We continue going until the eighth candle. That machloikis is the machloikis on whether or not says Rav Zevin there's a mitzvah to make a fire or a mitzvah to make a light. How does he get to that? He wants to say the following idea. The light is used as an expression for Tyra. For example, it says in Mishlei chapter 6, verse number 23, it says, mitzvah That the ner, a, uh, a candle, is a mitzvah. V'Torah or. Torah is light. So you find that Torah is referred to as light. Again, the ner, which is the uh, light, 
is it says Liner Hashem Nishmas Adam. In Mishlei twenty twenty seven, it says Ner Hashem Nishmas Adam that the candle of of God is the soul of a person. What's the point of using this analogy of using the analogy of light regarding Torah and regarding the candle? Says Rav Zevin, the point is is that the light of the neshama is supposed to light up the entire person. It's supposed to reach every single crevice and every dark spot in the 248 limbs and 365 parts of the human being. And it's supposed to shine. The neshama is supposed to shine through the entire guf, through the entire body. The same way, he says, the light of Torah is supposed to shine uh, into the person. And not only into the person, but also on the entire planet. In every single corner of the earth, the truth of monotheism and Hashem and His Torah is supposed to shine. And one depends on the other. Meaning that the individual nishama, the light of the individual nishama, depends on the light of Torah to the entire world. Why? Because if a, if a person achieves uh, if a person achieves spirituality, if a person grows, becomes closer to Hashem and studies more Torah, then that influences the whole planet and everybody gets uh, uplifted, so to speak, changed as a result of this uh, light of the Torah. What do you want to say? You have a question? Okay. So now, that is, that is the representation of light. The representation of fire, says Rav Zevin, the representation of fire um, say is to get rid of the representation of fire is to get rid of to burn something away to burn away the bad to burn away the ra to burn away that which is evil for example we find many times in the Torah when the Torah says to burn something away it says you shall burn the evil from your midst. The expression of fire, of burning, means to burn away the evil from one's midst. Right? That is the point of fire. That's what fire represents. That when, when, when the evil is, is gone, when the iniquity has disappeared, then the light of goodness can shine forth. Right? That's what the fire represents. So certainly... Certainly we need both. Certainly we need both. We need the light of Torah to shine and also we need the fire, the raging fire to burn away the bad. We need both, both kohos. We need the fire and we need the light. However, there is a machloikis between Beishamai and Beis Hillel right, as to where do we place the emphasis? What should be the... the, the um, that which stands out. So, Beishamai is always stringent. Beishamai is the one that says that we focus on the fire. Beis Hillel says, no, we focus on the light of Torah. Beis Hillel is more lenient. What's the proof to this? The proof to this is the Gemara in Tractate Shabbos. Right? It's the Gemara in Tractate Shabbos, which we're going to get to the famous uh, Gemara tried to Shabbos the story with Shammai and Hillel. So the 
Beishamai say, says, you need to have the fire. You need to take away, if you want to grow, you want to become a better person, all of the things that are, that are, that are stopping a person, all of those things have to be burnt away. The dysfunction, the darkness, the, the bad has to be destroyed. Then can come growth, then can come closeness to Hashem. That's what Beishamai holds. Beishillel holds, no. Beishillel holds, Beishillel holds that you shine the light at the dysfunction. And that in itself will, will, will change it. The, the, the light itself will, will take away all of the discrepancies. Will, uh, the light itself will prevail. Darkness is pushed away with just a little bit of light. As the Gemara says in Shraikhtet Kiddushin, in Paga Bukhal Minuval Zeh, if this Minuval, this disgusting individual, meets you, which is the Yetzahara, what, what should you do, says the Gemara? Drag him into the into the base of Medrash. If a person feels like doing something wrong, they should come to the base of Medrash, they come to the yeshiva, sit down and learn with the Chavrusa. And once they learn Torah, the Torah will, says Beishamai, the Torah will, will fix everything. The Torah will, 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 will uh, make the Yetzahara, will make the Yetzahara go away. So, so, the, uh, Beishamai and Beishilal, we know, have in Tractate Shabbos, this is all found in Tractate Shabbos, we know that there's a story on page 31a, the Gemara says, uh, it actually starts on page 30b, the Gemara says that, that uh, there's a person that came to Beishilal and he said, convert me, right? And there's a, to, to Hillel, said, convert me. The person came to, uh, to Shammai and he said, convert me. So, Shammai, so he told Hillel, convert me on the condition. And Hillel said, accepted him with open arms. Shammai, no. Shammai said, get out. Give conditions for accepting the Torah, you're not ready. Because Hillel holds, it doesn't matter if the person has conditions. The person has issues, doesn't matter. You accept them, you uh, teach them Torah, the issues will go away. But Shammai holds, no. If you have issues, you got to work out the issues. Once you work out the issues, then you can then you can convert. That's uh, that that's Shammai's position. Right. So so therefore, so he says like this that in uh, on Hanukkah, says Rav Zevin, there were both these things. There were both uh, uh, issue, bo- both kochos, uh, both forces were working together. There was the force of the fire. There was the force of the Matisyo, Ben Yoichel and Koen Gadol Chashmurai and his children. And what happened? They fought the war. They took, they used the fire and they burnt away the evil. They burnt away the opposition that the Greeks that were stopping us from fulfilling the mitzvahs. Right, that was that. But then there was also the light of fire. There, were, there was also the light of Torah, which is what? The menorah that lit in the Beis HaMikdash. There was this uh, nace that, of, of, uh, of the shining of spirituality upon the, the darkened world in which they lived in, uh, dominated by the Greeks. Right? What's the... Uh, what's the and, and, and we even say, we even say it in the Alanisim. What do we say? We say that first it was 
Tameim biyatahayrim, Rishayim biyatadikim. It was the impure that were handed in the hands of the pure, and the evil went down in the hands of the tzadikim, and the rebellers went down in the hands of the, of the ones that are learning Torah. What happened? The kochos the forces of evil, were wiped away from the earth. And then, what do we say? They sanctified your mikdash. They lit the menorah, which is representative of the Or HaTorah. But what are we... What are we emphasizing? What are we emphasizing? So the halacha is like Beis Hillel. The halacha is like Beis Hillel. That what happens? Beis Hillel holds. Beis Hillel holds that the first night we light one candle, then we go two candles, three candles. Right? It's the what do we do? It um, when you have when you have a fight when you have the light of Torah, it increases. It gets bigger and bigger. Right? That's what, that's what Beis Hillel holds. When you have the light of Torah, it gets bigger and bigger. It increases more and more. There's more and more light that, uh, that, that comes into the world. So therefore, Beis Hillel holds that we increase the, uh, the candles that are being lit. What is Shammai hold? Shammai holds that in order to have, in order to achieve spirituality, you have to go down. Why? Because he holds that when you have a fire, you have to burn away. You have to make the, the evil smaller. You have to make the evil smaller. So therefore, you have to burn away a little bit by a time. There's a lot. And then it gets burnt away. And then there's nothing left. And so therefore, therefore, therefore Shammai holds that it's necessary to, to start with a lot of candles and then lower the candles. And what's the halacha like? The halacha is like Beis Hillel. And so therefore we light the candles and they go on. So to answer the question, what's the mitzvah of Hanukkah? What's the mitzvah of Hanukkah? The mitzvah of Hanukkah is both the fire and the light. The mitzvah of Hanukkah is both the fire and the light. However, the halacha is like Beis Hillel. That we put the emphasis... On the fire, we put the emphasis on the light of Torah that, that, that we accept, we include, and all of the blemishes and discrepancies hopefully will be fixed by the light of Torah. And that's why we start with one candle and we move up to, 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 to many more candles. Okay, so we're not really answering exactly what the mitzvah is in far, as far as <coughs> definitions are concerned, as far as the halacha, but some philosophical ideas behind behind uh, the lighting of the menorah according to according to Rev Zevin. Are, are any of the mitzvahs of, of Hanukkah part of the six thirteen? Well that's a machlaikis. That's a dispute between the Gaonim and the Rambam whether or not whether or not the mitzvah of Hanukkah is uh, is uh, Torah based or not. Which is not our issue right now. We can get into that, but it's not our issue right now. It's a machlokis. Simply, it seems like, I mean, simply it seems like from an objective perspective, not that the objective perspective necessarily counts, that it's a rabbinical mitzvah, because at least it's, it's been enacted rabbinically by, by the rabbis who gave parameters for the mitzvah. <coughs> okay. Anyway, this is what uh, Reb Zevin says. Interesting, this is an interesting, an interesting piece. Basically, he's saying that the machloikis between Beisham and Beis Hillel, uh, 
on, on, on Shabbos 21b, about where, how to light the menorah, is, um, is the same achloikas of Beishamah and Beishilel, uh, uh, the same achloikas as Shammai and Hillel in Shabbos 30b, 31a, about how to accept a, how to accept a conversion, uh, Geiris, right, whether it can be conditional or not. It's, he, he, Rav Zayn wants to say the same machloikis, and he wants to say that that is, that machloikis is really a machloikis about the themes of Hanukkah. Whether the theme of Hanukkah, the emphasis is on, on, uh, uh, wiping away the, the evil and then growth, or it is, uh, focusing on the light of Torah, and that should fix all, uh, all, uh, all issues. That's, that's what Rav Zayn says. That's what he wants to say. <coughs> so the question that we want to deal with this evening on Halacha is, from Rav Zilberstein, I was when I was in Eretz Israel, I picked up his Sefer on the Torah, volume number two. I have, we have one in volume number one. We've discussed it, but in volume number two, on uh, page one fifteen, as far as Hanukkah is concerned, he has the following. Uh, he has the following question that he relates here, uh, which is of some interest, and I'll. Uh, Give, give us a chance to review some of the laws of Hanukkah. And so the question is like this. He had a question that was asked to him about a person who was in uh, jail, um, who asked his rabbi that he wants to fulfill the mitzvah on Hanukkah. He wants to fulfill the mitzvah of lighting the, the, the menorah on Hanukkah, but he can't because he's not allowed to use a fire. He's not allowed to use a fire. So the question is, he wanted to know, he's allowed to get cigarettes in his cell. He wants to know whether or not he can use the cigarettes in order to fulfill the mitzvah of lighting the menorah. That's what he's asked his rabbi. Assuming, of course, that the cigarette is going to burn for a half an hour. Right, that was the question. So, the answer is, he says here at the outset, he says, Pasha to Borosha that uh, re- with a cigarette, it's pushed, it's clear that one cannot fulfill the mitzvah of uh, lighting the Ner Hanukkah with a cigarette. And I have many reasons for this, for this idea. So, the first reason is he wants to say that it says in the Shulchan Aruch, in Simon Tafresh Hay, it says the uh, following halacha in the laws of Hanukkah. 600 and... 670. It says like this. So, the Gemara says, the, 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 the halacha says like this. What's the mitzvah? This is based upon the Gemara in Shabbos 23a. The Gemara says like this, that lighting the menorah is the mitzvah, not putting down the menorah. For example, if let's say you had the menorah standing on the table and it was not for the mitzvah of Hanukkah. Right? You're allowed to light the menorah right there. You don't need to put down the menorah on the table for the sake of fulfilling the mitzvah of Hanukkah. The menorah does not have to be on the table for the sake of fulfilling the mitzvah of Hanukkah. The menorah can be on the table, whatever, for every reason. But when one lights the candles, one has to light it for the mitzvah of Hanukkah. Lafikach, therefore, says the halacha, let's say you had a, a, a candelabra that was lit the entire day with a fire. You, left it, you lit it 
for mitzvahs Hanukkah on Erev Shabbos, Lamoitzi Shabbos Machaba, Lamoitzi Shabbos, it has to be put out. When Madlika Vishen Mitzvah, because since a, a full day has gone by, you have to put out the candle and you have to light it for that specific day. You have to light the 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 the, the menorah because the mitzvah is in the lighting. Umikom However, it has to be lit in a place where one puts it down. If a person, for example, lights the menorah on the inside, and they bring it to the outside, the person who, who sees will say that he's lighting it to only for himself. Why did I light it and carry it from one place to the other? Because I needed it as a light source. That's why I lit it. I didn't light it for the mitzvah. In other words, I can light the menorah and carry it from one place to the other. But since people are going to say that the reason why I'm carrying it is for my own purposes, therefore I'm not fulfilling the mitzvah. But the mitzvah really is the lighting. So once I lit it, I fulfill the mitzvah. But I'm not allowed to do that, but carry it. Put it on the roof of my car. Why? Because people are going to think it's for my own purpose? Yes. I'm not sure about that. I mean, it's, you know, putting a menorah on the roof of my car is not... What am I using it for? For my own purpose, I'm not sure. But this part, the next part is what's nageas. The next part is what's nageas regarding cigarettes. Is v'chein. Im madlika. If a person takes a candle and he lights it, and he holds it in his hand, bimkoyma, in its place, he stands and holds the, the candle for half an hour in his hand. He doesn't fulfill the obligation of the minayot. Because a person will say, He's holding it for his own personal way. He's checking for him. It's early for Pesach. He's going to say he's doing it for his own purpose. Right? Don't you check for him. It's on your, for Pesach on Hanukkah. Four months ahead. It's a four months ahead. So says the... Says the... Um, uh, the, the the rabbi to the prisoner in jail, he says, the number, reason number one a cigarette can't be used is because if we assume that the cigarette, <coughs> if we assume that the cigarette is uh, what? That the cigarette is a candle, right? But what are you going to do? You're going to hold it in your hand? If you hold it in your hand, then you're not going to the mitzvah because you're going to say you're holding it in your hand in order to smoke it. That's why you're holding it in your hand. So, so I mean, that, from, from that perspective, we can say that you could light the candle with a cigarette because then I won't hold it in my hand. It's like the picture that we sent out with the email, the announcement for the, for the class. So we had cigarettes and a cake. Somebody was making a birthday cake, for a per, apparently for a person who's smoking. They put the cigarette in the cake. So you could put a cigarette in a, in a, a container or a plate or whatever, and you can... Put it down. You don't have to hold it. So if you put down the cigarette, from that perspective, you to the mid. You could be to the mitzvah of, of of lighting the cigarette. It's only if the guy plans to hold the cigarette in his hand. If he plans to hold it in his hand, then he's not going to be to the mitzvah. But if he doesn't plan to hold it in his hand, then he's not going to be. Then he will be to the mitzvah if he leaves it there for a half an hour, and it burns. How long does a cigarette burn for? I don't smoke. You don't smoke again. I don't. I don't smoke either, so I don't know. Are you, are you saying that if he lit the cigarette, held it for 30 minutes, and then put it out, that would be okay? Yeah, why not? If he, no, wait. If he held the cigarette, no, he can't hold it. That's what he's saying. He can't hold it. 
So what's the purpose of, of you were talking about shutting it down in a plate or something? The cigarette. No, did I say that? I thought I heard that. No, no, no. I said that you would put the cigarette and, 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 and it has to be stationary. You can't hold it. The mitzvah is to light the, the mitzvah is to light the cigarette, the, to light the, 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 the Hanukkah candle. And therefore, it doesn't matter where it is. <clears throat> the reason why you can't carry it from place to place is not because you didn't fulfill the mitzvah, but because people are going to say that you're carrying for your own purpose. It has to be clear that you're doing the mitzvah for Hanukkah. For, for Hanukkah. So therefore, if it would be in a situation where it's clear like that, from this perspective, you could put a cigarette as long as the cigarette is stationary. If you're holding the cigarette, people say you're holding it for your own purpose. Therefore, you're not fulfilling the mitzvah. But what I'm pointing out is if you're not holding the cigarette, if you find, figure out a way to make it stationary, then it's going to be fulfilled. You're going to fulfill the mitzvah. If it lasts 30 minutes. What? If it lasts 30 minutes. If it lasts for 30 minutes. If the cigarette lasts for 30 minutes, exactly. So that's, that's reason number one why a cigarette can't be used if you're going to be holding it. Reason number two is, he says like this, Bisigaria enklal lahova. A cigarette does not have a, a flame. El Iraq admumis ba'ama. It's only red. Like a small coal. Therefore, it doesn't have the name of ner. It doesn't have a name of a candle. I don't mean candle, but a, a light. That, that one lights, a ner. The Gemara's expression is that it has to be a ner. Ner, uh, 21 Shabbos, 21 be ner ishu beso. Okay? Mm-hmm. So he says, take a look in the Beis HaLevi, who discusses an interesting issue. The Beis HaLevi has a piece on the laws of Hanukkah in the middle of his Sefer on Chumash. Okay? And so he has a piece discussing a Machloikis of, that is found on page 21a in Shabbos. Regard, there's a Machloikis, there's a dispute regarding if you light the candle... Whether or not, if you light the candle, whether or not, if it goes out, whether you have to relight it. Hmm. So one, what? Like when? Let's say, let's say a person, let's say a person lights a candle, and it goes out. So then they have to relight it. If they lit it in such a way that it was going to go out, of course, <coughs> according to the halacha, of course they have to relight it. But if they lit it in such a way that it's going to be lit for a half an hour, and then it goes out because of unforeseen circumstances, there's a machloikis whether or not he has to relight, <coughs> whether he has to relight the candle. That's the Gemara in uh, Tractate Shabbos on page uh, on page twenty one twenty one a exactly right, and this is also it's brought lahalocha. On Simon Tafresh Ayin Gimel Sif Base, we paskin like the Mandama that holds Hadlocha Oisim Mitzvah. The mitzvah is done with the lighting of the candle. She lefikach. Therefore, im kafsa kaidem. If it goes out kaidem sheaber zmana. If it goes out before its time has passed, ain't a zaka clock. He doesn't have to relight it. That's what we paskin. But there's such a machlokes. The base base alevi is discussing this machlokes. So the Beis HaLevi has a very interesting uh, question. So, okay, let's take a look. We have two opinions. One says if the candle was lit and it goes out, you have to relight it. 
where the other opinion holds that you don't have to relight it. Right? That's the now since the base Alevi, there is another machlokes. There is another mach, there, there, I'm sorry, there is another din. There is a din that if a person has two doorways in their house, so the 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 main part of of, uh, of fulfilling the mitzvah is to light at the doorway, to light the menorah at the, at their doorway. Today in the chutzlarts we do it on the inside, but the mitzvah is to do it at the doorway. In Eretz Yisrael they do it in the doorway. What happens if a person has two doorways, one on opposite sides of the house? So the Gemara says you have to light two menorahs. You have to light on each doorway, so that people should see. Every the, house has one. Well, no, it has to be facing a place where people are walking by. If your other doorway is facing the alleyway, then you don't have to, <coughs> then you don't have to relight it. Right? It's so, a Gemara, page twenty-three A in uh, Shabbos. The Gemara says that if you, if you, if you, uh, there is what is called a chashad. The Gemara says people will walk by one doorway and they'll say, "Hey, there's no menorah here. Must be the person didn't light the candles." I as the other doorway. If you didn't light on this one, you didn't light on the other one either. So you have to light on both. That's what the Gemara says. Asks the base Alevi. Okay, so that's case number two. Asks the base Alevi, according to the opinion that says that if a person is lighting a candle and the candle goes out, he doesn't have to relight it. Why is it any worse than having two doorways where you have to light both doorways so that people shouldn't say you're not lighting? So if your candle goes out and you don't relight it, people are going to say you're not lighting. So according to that opinion, it should say, go light it. Because the people shouldn't say you're not lighting. Right? That's the, uh, the Basal Levi's question. You hear? Yep. So the Basal Levi says like this. This is what the Basal Levi wants to say. That, of course, everybody agrees that if the candle goes out completely... You have to relight it. Because people are going to say. People are going to say. You didn't light your candles. Everybody agrees to that. There's no makhlaikas. Rav on 23a. And the opinion on 21a. All the opinions agree. That if there's no candle. You got to light a candle. Two doors. Three doors. Four doors. Uh, lit candle. Not lit candle. You have to light the candle. So that people shouldn't say. You didn't light the candle. Of course you have to light it. Yeah. Of course. So where is the machlokes? Where is the dispute? So the dispute is like this. In a case where there's not going to be, people are going to say. Where is a case there's not going to be, people are going to say. People are not going to suspect you of lighting. If you lit the candle and it went out and there's still embers on the candle, people know it was lit. It's just not lit now, but people know it was lit or it's lit a little bit. It's not lit all the way. In that case, people are not going to say you didn't light because you did light. It just went out. That's where there's a machoikis on whether or not one should relight it. What's the machoikis? Oh, so one opinion holds that the mitzvah is to make sure that the candle is lit. The other opinion holds the mitzvah is to light the candle, not to make sure that it's lit. Okay? So the opinion that holds that if you light the candle and it goes out, you don't have to relight it. That opinion holds 
that you have to make sure that the, the mitzvah is to light the candle. That's why you don't have to relight it. The opinion that says that if it goes out, you have to relight it, holds that you have to make sure that the candle is lit the entire half an hour. That's their dispute. That's what the Beis HaLevi says. But what do we see from this Beis HaLevi, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, that the Vayarevna wants us to see? What does everybody agree to if the candle goes out and all you have is just embers? All you have is that you know that it's being lit, there's maybe a little bit redness. Is that a proper lighting or not? So you see from this Beis HaLevi that everybody agrees it's not. How do you see that? Because according to the opinion that says you have to make sure that it's lit the entire time, of course it's not. Because it's not lit. According to the opinion that says you have to light it, you can't light it like that in the beginning. You can't set up an ember like that in the beginning. You have to light it until it's lit. And it's lighting and there's a fire. If it goes out, you don't have to, you don't have to relight it. But of course he agrees that, 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 if, that you can't light it like that in the beginning, you can't light it like that. So everybody agrees that if it's just embers, if it's if it's not a candle, then it's not a then it's not it's not the mitzvah. So from this says the Vayev, now you can't use a cigarette. Why can't you why give from this base alevi? Why can't you use the cigarette? The reason why you can't use the cigarette is because it's not a fire. That's a situation that according to one opinion you can't light like that. And according to the other opinion, you have to make sure that it's lit. So everybody agrees that it's not a light. That's what the, he wants to say. Okay, you hear? Yeah. That's reason number two. Reason number three, one can't use a cigarette for a, a, a candle is, is what? Is because many poskims say that in order to have a candle, you have to have oil and a wick. I tried to find these sources, but I couldn't find them in all the libraries available to me. I couldn't find, I couldn't find it. The, apparently, they say the reason why you have to have an oil in the wick is because the menorah in the... What is, what, what, what's Hanukkah? It's, it's, the, it's the commemoration of the, of, the, of the menorah in the Beis Amikdash. The menorah in the Beis Amikdash. The Torah clearly says you have to have an oil in a wick. So if you have to have an oil, if, if it's an oil in a wick in the menorah in the Beis Hamikdash, so the menorah that was set up by Chazal also has to have an oil in a wick. This is apparently the reasoning of the Pischei Sha'arim in Shabbos 21 and the Kafachayim in Simen Tofreshayim Gimel Ois Yutes. And this is the conclusion of the responsa of the Levushe Mordechai Tlisaw Simen Yutes. All of these Sha'arim I couldn't find. But he quotes them as saying is that in order for it to be uh, 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 what about a wax candle? Of a wax candle, we consider that's an oil and a wick. It's an oil. The, the wax is the oil, and the wick is the this. Why is it accepted? Like if it's not true oil or what? Why is it accepted? Like a candle, if it's not oil? Because it's it's hard. It's it's at room temperature. It's hard. Yeah. But it's, but it's 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 a it's a burning. It's a source. This is not. He says it's not. There's no wick here. There's just. Okay, that's all. That's reason number three. Reason number four is what we said before. This is that we're making an assumption that a cigarette is burning for a half an hour. He says that this is not true. I'm not an expert in uh, cigarette functionality. But he says it's not true. Because in order for the cigarette to burn, you have to 
um, you, you have to inhale on the cigarette, then it burns. But if a person doesn't inhale on the cigarette, eventually it goes out. So it's not going to last a half an hour. There's not enough. Maybe they could have used the cigarettes on the first night, because there was a miracle anyway. It lasted more than it was supposed to, right? I mean, that's what the Gemara says, that it lasted more than it was supposed to. The first night? That's well, the first night, you had uh, oil that was enough for one day. That's what the Gemara says, right? Can't say you read the Gemara. What? Can't translate the word Ella, whether there was even enough for us one day or not. All right, so, uh, so, okay, so you have, you have the Gemara says that there wasn't uh, enough. That's what the Gemara seems to say, right? There wasn't enough. It actually can be ready either way. It really depends how you translate the word Ella. That's how I remember the scene of the Gemara. I'm just trying to say is why is the first night different than the second night or third night? Wait, this is not Pesach. You're saying the Manishtana now. No, I'm just saying. I mean, you could go up to the seventh night and say the same thing, right? Oh, so what do you mean? Say say what? There's not enough. Well, you're saying that there's not enough, so the miracle's on the first night. Is that what you're saying? Well, no, so this is the Beis Yosef's kasha. The Beis Yosef asks a question. We know the question Beis Yosef asks. Why do we make eight days? We should make seven days because there was enough for one day. So one of the terutzim, one of the thousand terutzim that there is on this question is is that every night they used an eighth of the oil. So every night there was not enough. Right? Right. So I'm saying you could have used the cigarettes then. They're not going to, if they're not going to, if the cigarette, assuming that all the other reasonings are, all the other reasonings don't exist of why you can't use a cigarette, if you use a cigarette of the night, if they would have used the cigarette the night of uh, Hanukkah, which they can't anyway because it has to be oil, it has to be oil from the, it has to be pure oil. Right. Assuming that you don't need the pure oil or whatever, it's a tumist nidche betzibur. Anyway, because they asked the question, you didn't need pure oil. If you're using a tzibur, it doesn't have to be pure. Right? So assuming you could have set up the, 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 the cigarettes in the menorah, so there's going to be a miracle anyway. It's not enough. So according to this reasoning, we could have had the cigarette. They, Ms. Tama would have asked that. It lasted all eight days. Mm-hmm. That's, that's probably a smoker's dream, right? To have a cigarette that doesn't burn out. You don't have to buy a new pack. Okay. Anyway. So now he says like this. Oh, those are the four reasons of why a cigarette is not good. So one more time. One reason is, is because it's not clear that a person is, 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 uh, is, use, is not using it for their own personal purpose to smoke it. Reason number two is it's Amber. just red ambers. It's not a flame. Reason number three is you need wick and oil. Reason number four is that you can't use a cigarette because it doesn't last a half an hour. You have to blow on it in order for it to last. Those are the four reasons. So what's the only solution? The only solution is, says the Vayarvna, is what we talked about in the past, which is not our union this evening, and that is what the Achrenim talk about, is whether or not you could use electricity for uh, Neiruz Hanukkah. Right? So, so, so some poskim say you can. Some poskim say you can't. So that becomes a question whether you could say a bracha, because you, know, you don't know whether you're fulfilling the mitzvah or not. So therefore, the solution for a guy who's in jail, if he has a switch to turn on his own lights, the only thing, or he has a reading light, so then he can do it. L'shem mitzvah's Hanukkah, he can light the electric light. You only need one candle. You don't need eight lights, right? And so he can take the electric light, a flashlight or, or, or the lamp, and light it l'shem, at, the, at the Zman, L'shem mitzvah's Hanukkah. You can you can do that all eight nights. Or yeah, why not? I didn't know that. Why not? Every night, if you let, if you don't have what, because you don't have enough candles. Well, I'm thinking you want to have eight or seven or six. Hey, Warden, I want eight flashlights, please. Okay. 
Eight wow. flashlights. Oh, that's right. Eight flashlights. I'm scared one of them is going to go out there in the night. Forget about prison. I mean, obviously, if there, if if you're in a in an area where you have scarcity either of candles or oil, then what? I didn't know that you could. You can light one. The mitzvah is one candle. The mitzvah is one candle. So if you don't have enough, you light one candle every single night. That's the law. Did you know? Yeah, that's the law. You light one candle. You can't pass up on the mitzvah. I don't know. Yeah. So so now so, this is basically the answer to the question. Now we have. Let's just summarize what we said, then we're going to conclude early. It took uh, less time than I, than, than I assumed that it would take. We saw, we saw uh, many different perspectives on what is the mitzvah of the Neiris Hanukkah this evening. One perspective is, is that the Neiris at least according to the way we're saying Reb Zevin, maybe he means it to be a little bit different. But one perspective on, what, uh, on the mitzvah of Hanukkah is is that it should be, according to Beishamai, a fire, a representative of a fire that burns away the bad, the raw, the, the ra. Burns away the ra. So Hanukkah can be looked at from this perspective is, is that, okay, we could say that Hanukkah could be a time of introspection and change, according to Beishamai. person can go through the eight days of Hanukkah and burn away some of the some of the filth, some of the iniquity, some of the issues that they have. Work on maybe uh, something. Right? That's Beishamah's perspective. Another mitzvah of Hanukkah is, is the light of Torah. And so therefore one can focus according to Beis, that's and that's that's Beishamah's uh, opinion. And so therefore, according to Beishamah, one can focus on Hanukkah on just improvement. And the improvement will wash away uh, other issues. The the light of Torah will shine through our being, through our congregation, through our family, and affect uh, some change. So we can make a commitment, perhaps maybe to study a little bit more, and to uh, to improve ourselves in 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 uh, positive actions in some way. To make some commitment, some type of commitment of learning five minutes a day more or less or whatever, or a page a day more, uh, in order to in order to increase the in order to increase our our avoid this Hashem, and that's represented by lighting the menorah. What we do every single night, we light more candles. That's number. That's number. That, that's no, that's one perspective. According to the Beis Halevi, we saw that there are two perspectives on the mitzvah uh, of Hanukkah, which I haven't put together in my mind together with these two perspectives, Beis Shem Beis But maybe we can. Bederach uh, Jewish. One perspective is is to make sure. Maybe we can. Uh, I don't know. One is, is to light the candles. Perhaps maybe we could say that's Beishamai. To light the candles means you've got to light the fire that burns away the iniquity. Once it's lit, it'll burn it away. But then there is, a, the, the other opinion holds that there's a mitzvah to make sure that the candle is lit. And that could be Beishillah. Perhaps maybe we could say that, that the light of Torah, once we make the commitment, we have to make sure that it lights, that it that permeates our, uh, permeates our neshama. You have to make sure that it's lit. And so for perhaps maybe from a halakhic perspective and from an agoda perspective, that, one, that we could see that maybe this, the, 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 uh, using uh, a cigarette or something similar to light a Hanukkah menorah would be uh, antithetical to these, uh, to these thoughts. And therefore, according to the definitions of halacha, for which we have sources, according to the definitions of halacha, it cannot be used. So therefore, the only solution one has, if one does not have 
uh, access to a fire, such as if a person is in prison, or for example, they're on an airplane and they're going to be traveling the entire night, and they, don't, they can't use a fire, so the, the, or they're in a hospital where there's oxygen, things like this. The only solution is, is to light a, a menorah uh, with electricity without saying Amrach. Okay. Do you have time for questions? Or? Yeah. On the class? No, okay. So but it has to be 